Give it to everybody. That's it. Uh, pardon if I if I sound weird tonight. I apologize. My uh, my headset and microphone set up shit to bed about three minutes ago. Pleasure. So yeah, whatever. I'm probably gonna get it demonetized. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm over it today. It's been a, a long week, a crazy week, and I'm just tired. Uh, so I hope I hope Mark brought a lot of energy. Oh yeah. Otherwise, we're we're toast tonight. <laughs> Anyways, uh, stay with us. We'll be back with you after you watch our kick-ass opening sequence. It's Tuesday night. It's 9.05. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry, and I can't hear myself, so if I just keep talking louder and louder and louder tonight, just just whatever. We're, we're, we're here. That's all that's important. He it's has a, a problem regulating his voice. It's a real I can't problem control the sound of my own voice. <laughs> but uh, thank you for hanging through the... The uh, closing credits of Blues Brothers 2000 tonight here on the Superstation. We appreciate you being here for us. Uh, joining me in the top row, he's back from his his week on assignment. The Honcho, Mark Weber, former head of G marketing for the GI Joe team at Hasbro, and now and now rugged uh, Universal Orlando uh, veteran. Man, it was it was a, a hit job like you wouldn't believe. We flew in on a Sunday, went to the park same day. Right. Went to the park Monday all day. Uh, went to the park early Tuesday morning, and then got on a plane at like noon. <laughs> we were sparing no expense. Uh, but yeah, we tore through, which is okay because Universal doesn't have that many like killer rides. Right. So we were we rode everything we wanted to, and most things twice. And if you're a roller coaster maniac like my son, you rode the Velocicoaster eight times. So, because once was enough for, for dad, right? <laughs> I think I staggered off that thing two inches shorter. And you know, I think Monday night, the girls wore out at like seven. And I'm like, I'll stay with you, Derek. And we did one coaster, And then I said, just do the single rider line, man. I'll just wait here and I'll be on my phone, basically. And yeah. got, in, got in like four rides in two hours. So uh, I just I just ate lunch and wanted to stay down. Yeah, right. Like that one was enough. I'm I'm almost fifty, right? The really high end roller coasters I can kind of do without. I was smart this time though. I wore glasses because I'm always worried that I, I wear daily lenses anyway, so it doesn't matter if I lose them, but it's a pain. So I just wore glasses and took them off, tucked them away, and then you know enjoyed the rides. So Phil enough. contends that's a rough way to do Universal Orlando. He would know as the resident expert on all things uh, theme park. It's the king of the theme park. At the very end of it, I'm on my phone, like we're at the airport, and I, I make a post and, and put it up, and Adam Richards is like, are you in Orlando, Webb? I totally forgot. <laughs> but honestly, there was not a lot of spare time. So next time. Uh, Sean Russell asked, Mark, did you do the Harry Potter area? Yeah, every bit of it. And I'm not a, I'm not a big Potter fan. Uh, I'm more of a Ron Weasley fan, let's be honest. Right. 
because he gets a girl because he's a redhead. But uh, he was the one making it happen. We all know. Yeah, Ron's the guy, right? Um, but it, it's phenomenal for Potter fans. I mean, it's as good as it gets, and the way they, the way they make the streets tight but the buildings tall, you kind of can, you could if you wanted to lose yourself in Potterland, right? So. And we saw a live, like, 15-minute performance by a couple of Blues Brothers uh, stand-ins who were pretty good. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Pretty cool. So, all in all, it was a really good trip. But that means I know I had the week off, so I'm I'm the most rested. Craig Cohan wants you to know that the best coasters are in Sandusky, Ohio at Cedar Point. I know that's I've heard that, deal. too. My son America's roller coast. My son has done a ton of research. Uh and I think that's by and large true, other than King Ka in New Jersey, which is I think tallest, still tallest in the U.S., maybe tallest in the world. It goes straight up, and then you start, you get shot out of a freaking cannon, and you turn like half, like a quarter turn straight up, eight miles straight up, and then it turns and brings you down with a twist, and then there's just like two gradual hills to slow you down and to let your heart settle. And you're in New Jersey, so you don't mind if you die. Yeah, that's kind of it. The, the most terrifying part, we were in line, we got up to the front, and there was, a, there was a big sign that said, if your car does not crest the hill and comes down backwards, this is normal. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to call bullshit on the word normal. Right. Like, yeah. it, might, it might be safe. Right. It might be tested. But that, that is not normal. No. That was the only thing I was praying for. Don't let me go straight up to the moon and come down backwards. I'm safe. Not, I'm going to register a complaint. Right. So tested. We came, Derek, Derek, now Derek was like ten years old when he went on that, and we came down, and I was like, that was more than enough that I ever needed in my life. But the ride had been shut down, so there was no wait if we wanted to get right back on. And so I was honest with him. I said. Derek, if you want to ride again, we can get right back on, if you want. And he said, well, I think I'm okay, Dad. And I'm like, you're getting a t-shirt. Just like <laughs> that. I conquered King of Kai. Still has it. Doesn't fit, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> His voice was a little deeper. He stood a little taller. I was so happy he didn't want to go the same time. Because <laughs> he was 10, I couldn't let him go alone. Right? Yeah, right. That was plenty. Yeah. I mean, you could have, but there probably would have been folks talking to you after that. Yeah, I'm in Jersey. I will go on any gigantic metal, flip you inside out, eight thousand mile an hour coaster, any of them, before I go on another nineteen fifties wooden, still nailed together, rickety, make me feel eighty years old with a bad back coaster. No, Stay oh, man, the beast. <laughs> out, out in this part of the world, in in, the, in Cincinnati, we got the beast at Kings Island. That is the king of the wooden coasters. I'm not going on. No, the, the king of the wooden coasters is the cyclone. But I'm, not, I'm done with wooden coasters. Because cyclone is older and better known, but the beast is the biggest and the and the oldest. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, the, the cyclone is the oldest, so you're more in fear for your life. No, <laughs> no offense to Dis Disney Machine Philip Donnelly, but I'm done with the doesn't matter horn too. That thing's bull. I'm never getting on that thing. Anyways, carrying on the proud tradition of Zeppelin Lungs Godso, breathing heavily into his mic at all times. It's rack time, Rob. Hi. Yeah, I can't figure out why it's suddenly picking up every breath I take. Might be the police. It's, it's probably the influenza. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe it's oh. the COVID. Do you need some time off? I no, I just got the shot for the COVID. So. Aaron Rodgers says you don't need that. Just so you know. Nah, just rub some dewormer. <laughs> yeah. Moron. I, all I'd like to say is I have as many passing yards with the Jets as Aaron Rodgers this year. Good boy. So. Good point. And it took you four fewer snaps to get it. Yeah, and I still got a whole leg. Jesus, he makes like eight million a snap, doesn't he? So. <laughs> <laughs> I think they figured out it was something like twelve million a snap this year. Yeah, yeah. that's some Joe Burrow money right there. That's <laughs> Joey Bendis. Yeah, but they want they've won games this year with him playing quarterback, yeah, so it's it's not yeah. not the same at all. Advantage Joe. They've managed to score a touchdown in in their last three games. But uh, anyways, that's the cast tonight. We got enough to talk about. We didn't go with the. A fourth host, and I think that's why Phil is salty in the comments. Mm -hmm. I, I think it was actually more that I, I was out of town. I was in St. Louis Sunday and Monday, so prep time for this week's show is a little light. <laughs> we got a lot of it done Saturday before we left, and then, of course, we had news drops today. Best time. Uh, I hate them all. I hate everybody. If you any, Anybody who breaks news on Tuesday, just know for a fact, I hate them. I think maybe, and now I'm not going to tell you how to run your show because I'm a new guy. Uh, but when news drops on a Tuesday, let's just go live. News burst. <laughs> here we go. Blam. Boom. News blam. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> See if uh, do I have anything in the sound effect bay that'll. The news grenade. Right. Uh, not really. News bunk. Here's some bunk for you. <laughs> <laughs> We can use the trumpet flare again. Yeah, but that's, that's about it. Take the loop off of that. There we go. Last noticias. Es un grande equipo del campeones del mundo. Las cucarachas entran, pero no pueden salir. I would like to say that now Edwin Diaz has entered the chat. But anyway. Because he's got nothing else to do. Right. Right, but uh, what do you say, as I mess with my own buttons here, don't, where the hell did they go? Don't push the one mark. Wham! <laughs> <laughs> that one got stuck on my keyboard. Do we got <laughs> We're almost up to the Andrew Ridgely part. Get out, get out! No, there's no Andrew Ridgely part. No. Come on now. <laughs> you know he's, he's just in the back of... He's out of the final mix on everything. Come on. I thought that, I He's thought like that the was a bass player in Metal Tunes. Come on. I, I thought that was the part where George said, should have known better than to cheat a friend. Now you know. Anyways, uh, let's get into some community calendar. I gotta say, that chicken nugget does a lot of retreating. I mean, that's a C-nug. Community calendar. Is that Cena wearing a diaper and bouncing in the sauce? I think it's a t-shirt. Either way. 
Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I don't know why he's wearing a T-shirt. I don't know why he's got sleeve holes, arm Wait. holes in the T-shirt. What's holding it up? I, I his live chickeny shoulders. I don't know, <laughs> Rob. You're asking me questions. There are no answers for. <laughs> it's it's live. What's holding it up? His CPACs. That's why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he can make a bounce like Hogan. It's great. <laughs> oh God. I'm I'm so tired, so very tired. Anyways, live chickeny shoulders. Of course, coming up this weekend, finally, the Washington State Toy Show. We've been talking about it for weeks. Uh, but look at that assemblage of Sunbow G.I. Joe magic that's going to be there in Vancouver, Washington this weekend. That's Bill Ratner. That's Mary McDonald Lewis. That's Michael Bell. It's B.J. Ward. It's Neil Ross. All together under the same roof. Got to make sure there is armed presence to protect this building because Lord knows if something happened. Anyways, all there at Washington State Toy Show. You can get more details at watoyshow.com out at the Clark County Events Center in Vancouver, Washington. If you're anywhere close, go check it out. If you're if you're at Jake Rose's booth, you're wearing What's on Joe Mind gear, he'll give you a discount. He said so on our program. I don't know if he remembers it or not. I don't know if he's here. I might be plugging a discount that is no longer in effect. <laughs> I don't know. But we're... Either way, just find Jake's booth and hug him a lot. Tell yeah. him what's on Joe Mind sent you. He'll probably get a kick out of it. He's or crunched he'll... the numbers and he can't do it. Or he'll sue us all. I don't know. I. If you're wearing a What's on Joe Mind shirt, you get 20% off at Bed Bath & Beyond. So that's all right. Cool. So you got that going for you. You know, you can't say that because there's still, I think, two of those open. Right. So I think I want to cause a, 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 a cross-continental incident here. And maybe I'll just bug out and go to this show. Because my mom, the beloved uh, Noah Weber, is coming out here to visit. So if she shows up from Oregon and I go to Washington at the same time, there's going to be some of them there repercussions. That does keep the balance of, of Weber's, though. Right. That, that, yeah. Like Johnny Law would certainly be satisfied with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we but know there, Johnny... there would be repercussions. Looking at this picture, it occurs to me that uh, girls don't go great. I mean, sure, we'll go with that. It's interesting. Must we'll be something, something with the chromosome. We will pretend that that's the case, Mark. But, I mean, let's be honest. They're all still killing it. Well, yeah. Hey, they're in Hollywood. Yeah. They got people. They know. They people. Sorry, I, I have so much crap on my desk that the slightest wrong move is knocking shit all over the place. So I apologize <laughs> if... If there are moments when I just back out to put stuff to to, to stand things back on my desk, it is. I, I mean, I think one more figure and I reach critical mass and an alarm starts going off. Mike, you got to be a pro. You got to keep your desk clear of all random items. Right. Okay. Right. Agent Chuckle says, uh, "Now I got some. You got someone to cover his shift." Now he's just got to decide if he wants to drive four hours to get to Vancouver. I just drive faster, go in three. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Headless cap always in there. You know, I have an option for Headless right now, cap. But I kind of like him how he is. You uh, you have more variety on your desk than I have on mine, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, anyways, next up. 
Hey, assembly required. It's coming up November 3rd. Get all the details at codenameiowa.com or maybe just watch our episode from a couple of weeks ago uh, back on What's on Joe Mind 281 where we had to... Was that last week? Last week. Two weeks. Oh, good God. It's been a long week, hasn't it? It's been a long week, hasn't it? Uh, But yeah, Brian was here and then Brian Sauer was here and we had too many Brians and we had them fight to the death. And uh, in between, we talked about assembly required. That's how that went, right, Rob? Yeah, the fight to the death was on our Patreon. Right. Do we have one of those? No. 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 We actually we do. We just don't use it. Uh, we have a coffee that we use. Uh, Diana Davis asking the important question: What is a high V? Anyhow, couldn't tell you. I think it's a grocery store chain. They got a hall in, in downtown Des Moines, so uh, that's where assembly required is going to be. It's okay. a re- really small off-road vehicle. That's an AT high V. Uh, Matt Rubin notes that high V is better than a low blow. There you go. Very, very true. Very true. But, um, but yeah, good times. Uh, it's a great GI Joe only show. Uh, lots of good stuff. They got to. Uh, it's free to attend on Saturday. There is a pre-show on Friday that really require a couple of bucks on your part. Uh, but uh, great times. If you're anywhere close to Des Moines, Iowa, get yourself out to Assembly Required. You will not be sorry. And again, watch last week's episode if you have any questions, because I think we we answer most of them. That's mm-hmm. uh, Derek Holloman. High V is a grocery store chain. There we go. That's what I said. I thought it was. Thank you for clarifying. I thought it was a hybrid Hummer, but, and I mean that in the vehicular sense. Well, what other sense is there? I don't know. I just want to be clear. <laughs> I don't want to make confused. I don't want to get demonetized again. That's too late for that. It's too late. Entirely too late. Going forward, uh, if you're not in Des Moines that weekend, uh, if you're in Tampa instead, Got another one of those Florida extravaganza shows going on. That's going. It'll be from nine to five at the Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa. You can see the address there on the screen. Uh, parking is free at this fine event. So again, if you can't make the Big Joe show in uh, in Des Moines, not a bad fallback. As we know, all the all the best shows have free parking. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't remember the last show that that when it was throwing up its big old logos. Decided that strawberry shortcake was one of the winners, but okay. Look, the boss fight folks are happy. Happy that that's good enough, right? Hey, I think the boss fight is happy, so I'm right. fine with that. But anything that helps them out, we're down on. That's uh, Hans Chow in the chat tonight. Uh, no breaking glass upon entry, but here he is anyway. I just listened to a quick take of Neil Ross doing Shipwreck. I need to meet this man now. Amazing talent. He Truly, he is. You notice any time they had dramatic heavy lifting to do on any Sunbow cartoon, it was a Neil Ross character doing it. Uh, if you go back in our audio archives, we had Neil on once or twice. I think I think just the once. And then we met him when he was a joke on, so it might have felt like a second time. But uh, I'm sure it felt like a hundred times for that poor gentleman. But... <laughs> But, um, but yeah, check that one out. We have a lot of fun with Neil. 
a few years ago when he was on the program. Who's who's blowing you up, Mark? Uh, my mom is flying out overnight. And so when you get a call from her at 930, I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> Oregon, and, Oregon and Providence are not close. So let me, let me send the text. Hi, Mom. <laughs> her connecting flight is landing in Salt Lake. And unfortunately, it's leaving in Omaha. <laughs> Let's see if I can get a text message to go through. <laughs> but uh, Jeff Butler says Neil Ross's autobiography vocal recall is definitely worth getting. You know, I haven't, I haven't read it yet. I feel bad. But uh, tell her we're doing a show, Mark. Right? Jesus. Good Lord. She's the first time. Hey, it's the first. We've never been interrupted by you know, interrupt this. My mom is. Right. You know what, muscle man? When you keep saying my mom, it doesn't mean my mother. It means you. <laughs> that is a deep cut, even for regular show fans. So if you that, uh, yeah, you win the bingo. Oh, if you haven't watched regular show, I cannot endorse regular show enough. Just a, a glorious piece of television. If you like comedy or if you like really real wrestling, You've absolutely got to watch some uh, regular show. Really real wrestling. Now streaming on Max. Right. Get it before it's gone and replace with my 6,000-pound fiancé. Uh, <laughs> all right. Just just so none of you are worried out, out there, right, about the fabulous uh, Weber. She, she's leaving. She's flying out of Redmond on her way to Seattle. So. Good. She'll be here in the morning. I, can't do, I can't do red eyes. More power to her. Right, she going Seattle straight to Boston, or? Uh, no, she's got, she's going to Providence, so she's got to go Seattle somewhere else, and then Providence, like, uh, yeah, Providence is a superior airport. Logan Airport is a friggin' hole, right? Uh, and obviously <laughs> further away, but you can't get much further west than Chicago direct out of Providence. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Maybe she, maybe she's going Seattle to to O'Hare. Yeah. So, but or Midway if she's unlucky. Uh, but I, you know what? I'll tell you, Mark. I would take Midway a hundred times before I touch foot in O'Hare again. Oh, Jeez. really? I hate O'Hare. Oh, my God. Oh, what a disaster. You talk about a hole. O'Hare. I'm trying to think of the ones. I didn't used to like Seattle because I had a couple of issues connected out of there. But the last several times, it's been okay. And if you're going to Oregon, you probably better be friendly with Seattle. Uh, I think I've had my worst luck in Dallas. Just, I, just I haven't flown through Dallas very often. Yeah. Um, once, once when I went to Dallas for Jokon, and then the second time through through uh, DFW was when I was going to New Orleans for a different Jokon. But it wasn't wasn't terrible either time. But, there's a uh, sign at a I forget the food court in Midway. There's a sign at like a hot dog shop that goes. Uh, Toppings for the hot dogs are over here. If you need ketchup for your hot dog, there are several other restaurants. A little uptight. It's not like pineapple on a pizza. Yeah, but anyways, Mid Midway is very bare bones. It's almost like flying into a FedEx <laughs> spot, but at least it's laid out well and you can get where you need to go. 
I'll give I'll give, I'll give Midway. I'll give Midway its props. Okay. Midway anyway. has a great sushi place, apparently. Thank you, Patrick Strato, in the comments. <laughs> right. <laughs> Completing yeah. our conversion to travel channel. Because airport airport sushi is like gas station lobster, right? right. And, uh, I mean still better than gas station sushi, but Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, barely. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get the runs until you hit the air, whereas with gas station sushi, it's immediate. Yeah. <laughs> That's my dad joke of the week. Did you know diarrhea is genetic? It runs in your genes. Put <laughs> Well played. I'm all off. I'm used to having a big microphone. I'm yeah, you're rattled. You're you're the Lincoln this week. Uh. Lincoln is a, a kid on our soccer team who showed up without the right socks. And right. I went and fetched said socks, but I knew it was going to be a long day because you're thrown, right? You're out of your routine. Yeah. 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 I, and, and literally three minutes before we went on the air, it just died. Hey, that was when my computer finished rebooting. Is there a correlation, perhaps? I haven't even had time to get this piece of trash off my little table. That's how bad it is. Is it a Mercer figure? Uh, again, Mercer's a fine figure. I don't have a problem with 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 the Mercer figure. It's just that the character is such complete bullshit that that it bothers me. Are you ready for the Mercer Revolution coming soon to a comic near you? I mean, provided he gets shot in the face, yeah, I'm old now. <laughs> Anyways. Oh man, I shot Mercer in the face. Why the fuck did you do that? That's it for community account. You must have hit a bump. <laughs> it's probably all the same too, because Lord knows I, I wasn't doing a lot of homework this week. It was it was it was a bad week for that sort of thing. Rise, perfect being, arise! You made us a monster! Community are in the dark way. She knows. I mean, I should take that personal, but how can you? I mean, come yeah. on, <laughs> Mark. I, I mean, we we get a lot of a lot of comedy out of out of your your presence on the show. Somehow, I don't know how that's worked out, but everybody but, you know, even laughs. Everyone laugh at the sad clown. Yeah, <laughs> the thumbnail today, like we had, you're one of the Cobra Troopers coming out of the mothership. So it's just, it works better. No one wants to see me more often. I like the beta test, though, that had my head on the mothership. Right, I'll, I'll try and get that one up. While, while we're talking. That, that was incredible. I need a larger skull. <laughs> that was just something. I didn't see that one. No, a bit of a bit of comedy that I did just for for Mark and and uh, and for Joe. I'm um, but uh, but let me see if I can pull that up real quick before we get into the news. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. It's gonna work. Mm -hmm. I got faith here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this plan. It's a good plan. Let's all get behind this plan. It's a bad plan that can't be changed. 
And uh, okay, come on, keep working, keep working. I don't know. I think we're testing. I smell smoke. <laughs> I've already burnt out one piece of equipment today. I can't. Odds are, I'm not going to get two, right? Probably my computer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll burn out marks. <laughs> Too graphically intense. Yeah. Back on the phone. Hey, this All seems right. like a time like a time for a good plug. By the way, if you or someone you love is looking for a Mad Marauders barbecue. Oh, back on the market, huh? I know a guy who had an online trade fall through. <laughs> how, how does that happen? Dude, I gave him a great price. And where is some money? And I believe I got ghosted. So, ladies and gentlemen. Was your price below retail? Yeah. Oh yeah, well, yeah. It's just, I got it was up. about half retail, uh, with some shipping added on, right? But it was right, yeah. still with shipping below retail. Like, get it out. I had another trade that went through smooth as silk. More on that later. Anyways, That's we had uh, we had a. If you remember the thumbnail for today's episode, we did have a first draft of today's thumbnail, which I decided not to go with, and here it is. Look at that! Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That thing's three feet wide, right? The, You're right. <laughs> no, I was talking about my head. Ah. I, that's what I was talking about, hey, too. There we go. So, yeah, you know, it was. <laughs> I've been looking to get some kind of either pneumatic or gas powered supports under the chin to help right. I, this I, thing aloft. I think we're just, I, we, we've been hanging around with absorb bids for too long. <laughs> And uh, he, he says he never realized his video work was trippy. That's yeah. clearly a lie. Clearly a lie. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Butler has it. You didn't want to go? Diana Davis asked, you didn't want to go with that one? You know, I, I did want to. But I also <laughs> don't want to necessarily do that to Mark all the time. right? Like we we, we superimpose Mark's head on a lot of things. I don't even remember where the last shred of my ego landed. <laughs> it's a long way back there. Right? It's the last. Right? I believe I, it has fallen, been snowed over, and watered, and is now a beautiful tree. Somewhere. Firefly says that one funded instantly. <laughs> yeah. maybe, That's maybe, what they need. The hidden reveal tier. Maybe a stretch goal. Who there knows? you go. All That's aboard right. the Cobra Weber ship. That's right. You know, that couldn't possibly be a Hasbro item. No. They don't even talk to us. No, they, uh, I believe they cut loose the Weber ship several right. <laughs> years ago. And now yes. almost everybody he works with. So. Greg Cohan is, he is the head honcho. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I like that one. I might go with that. <laughs> right. Once once they've let go everybody you used to work with, then we'll be able to talk to them on the show. Right, man. Right. One one more time for the folks at home. Yeah. Boom. There we go. There it is. Right there. Coming at first, you. First draft. Come, I'll get that up on Instagram or something after the show tonight. <laughs> I tell you now, I'm suddenly shaking the cushions for five hundred dollars. That's what's... right. <laughs> Speaking of shaking the cushions, Lucy. I got a bite. Look, look at Ray Bob. I got offers. You got. Retro card, Lady J, for that Marauders barbecue. Oh, there it is. There it is. 
Best offer I've had all week. Don't you already have that one? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Feed them out. I'll take all. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> I'll write it. We'll do it live. Christian McKelvey says that that just doesn't fly in sunny weather. <laughs> that is a good boy, man. Not a, solar powered. Night Force Weber. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. Dignity is not a must for this show or would, would last long. And correct. <laughs> Yeah, on the money. Truer words never spoken. That's it. I, I made a reference already to Zeppelin Lung's Godso. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's that's at least a five year old joke right there. Just out of the gates. I may have to I may have to pull the headphones if it's, it's still coming through. No, it's fine. All right. It's better anyway. I mean, I've been muting a lot, so. But uh, again, speaking of a couple ex shaking the, the change out of the couch. If you got a couple extra bucks, by all means, our coffee account is listed down below. So be sure to check us out there. Uh, just pledging a dollar a month gets you in our end credits listed as one of our swear jarriers. Uh, and while, while you're lurking around down there, make sure you're hitting the button to like the video and subscribe to our channel. Uh, if you're out catching us on Facebook tonight, be sure to give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a, a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. Uh, we do love little huggy guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, just do all those cool social media things uh, that help keep all the wheels rolling and keep the channel growing. We had a good week these last couple of weeks. Good, good last couple of weeks as far as growth goes. We all keep that keep that momentum going. That's all because of you guys. We thank you so much for everything you do to help us out. Do the laugh at you emoji because we like to think we bring laughter to the world. That's if any of the Kansas City Royal fans left any laughing emojis for you guys to use. Pings in my ass today. Even the Cleveland fans were bad this week. Look, Mark, you're you're uh, Mark is talking, of course, about his his posts on his his uh, his pet project, uh, Eternal Baseball. And uh, I keep telling him that there's there's unless he's putting up stats for the '85 Royals, they're not interested in Kansas City. Oh, yeah, no, that's all they oh, want to hear about the '85 yeah. Kansas City Royals. They've won a title since then, and those guys are just the jockeys. Right for the '85 Kansas City Royals. Yeah, I keep hearing about no there, one. The new one, Lorenzo Cain. Gotta have Lorenzo Cain in center. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I mean, he's he's better than better than Willie Wilson. Yeah, he, right? he'd be in front in, ahead of the line of Willie Wilson. I'll see you or Lorenzo Cain and raise you an Amos Otis or a Johnny Damon. How's that? Uh, we'll go Carlos Beltran. He's a mad get on my face. Jesus. Dustin Jeffrey notes that uh, Brett Saberhag in odd years only. That's yeah. exactly right. But we go by best peak stats, best three years average. So you can get two goods and one bad, and he's not bad. Yeah, that's still that's still pretty good for him. He, yeah. Two Cy Youngs and a bottom out. Yeah. Exactly. You know, the bottoming out for him was what, a four ERA? Well, yeah. Know. He's still pretty good. But I think there's I think there's Saberhagen, Apier, Granky, Gubaza, Dennis Leonard. Not bad. Yeah, not, not great, but all right. Pretty I think all those guys cycle through the Mets, too. The Pens not <laughs> bad because they got uh, Quisenberry and Wade Davis. And oh, who was it? The, they called him the Mexicutioner for a while, which I thought was a tremendous nickname. <laughs> and, then, and then he got rid of it. I've never heard that before. Oh, yeah. He only had it for a little while, and somebody whispered in his ear because he actually liked it. 
but they're like that might not be the best thing you yeah. want out there. I can I'll see find, that being taken in the wrong context. Yeah, possibly. I'll I'll find it. I'll come uh, back. What do you say we get to the news instead? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. By the way, GI Joe show going on. Oh yeah, I forgot we were into our Royals bullpen talk. <laughs> Yo, Team Soria. First news item. Do 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 executioner. <laughs> Still going on on Kickstarter. It's Total Hacks Two from our good friends Brian Heck, Brian Hickey, and Patty Lennon. Not Brian Patty and Hickey Lennon. That's not that's Whoa. not it at all. Brian Hickey and Patty Lennon. Total. Did Hacks you say two. Lemon Hickey? Something like that. I don't nice. know what I said, Mark. I have Hickey, no idea. Hickey Lennon. I haven't had one of those. Yeah, your loss. Your loss. Get the get get the Mrs. Weber some some funky cough drops and get right? to work. Now we're talking. I, this is my this is my favorite part of the show when we see angry half pudgy half elf uh, rogue cosplay. Can you find her? Can you find her? she's by uh, the uh, substitute teacher? Yes. Yeah. 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 Hickey Lennon sounds like a 1930s Brooklyn infielder. Yeah, that's a or a gangster. Yeah. yeah. Or a gangster. 1930s Brooklyn gangster. Total yeah. Hacks 2 is still funding on Kickstarter. Uh, needs your help. If you're interested in this one at all, this is the time uh, to get in there and pledge on this one. And it's got to finish strong if it's going to get funded. And the only way this book's going to happen is if the Kickstarter funds. Uh, so they've got exclusives available. If you're into to hacks or boss fight studio stuff at all, Great project for you. Again, helping out great friends of the program, Brian Hickey and Patty Lennon. You see Brian Hickey's every work every week on our show because he designed our logo. That's it. Right and there. We like, and we like the boss fight guys, too, so this is all win. Right. Right. There are The, the What's on Joe Mind footprint is all over, all over this project, even though it has nothing to do with G.I. Joe. I mean, that's I mean, let's be honest. We like it. Well, no, that's not true. No, we don't even like most people, but we like these guys. Well, I I think most people don't like us. We tend That's to be we tend to be pretty open with folks. We we tend to bring anybody in. That's we right. let Phil on the show for Christ's yeah. sake. <laughs> we call Phil a guest host sometimes. Picking on oh, poor Phil. Clearly, we like people watching us on his phone, trapped on tra trapped in traffic on the four hundred five. No, it's jammed. No, no well, it is. But he, I'm sure he's in line at Pirates of the Caribbean. Hickey Lennon was his name nickname at university, according to that. <laughs> well, well played. Yeah. <laughs> Torpedo Mike says better sports than traffic. We just got you a California uh, highway update. <laughs> yeah. They were working that in too. The traffic and weather on the eights. We haven't figured out who's Ponch and who's John, but whatever. Right, right. But again, the 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 list of 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 uh, Folks that that do other shows that that uh, that we we let them on the show and then they stop they they stop talking to us. That's a longer list than than any of them would like to admit. So yeah, there's that for you. Gives you an idea. That's that's what happens when you're the best. That's it. Anyhow, like you can sort. Anyhow, so head over to Kickstarter. Look up Total Hacks Two. Let's get this one done. Let's help out Brian and Patty. Let's make this happen. Yep. Next news item. Do, 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 do. 
Greg Holland. Hey, just dropping today. Mezco Toys has has uh, released a teaser image of a Duke figure in their one twelfth scale. Uh, they're going to show more more pictures tomorrow, so be be ready for that. And uh, yeah, this is this is really all we got because this is this is what I saw before I I, I sent the final slideshow off uh, a couple hours ago. So maybe there's been more images released since then. I don't know. I don't care. I hate Tuesday drops. But here it was, Tuesday drop. I had to get it in or Diana would never forgive us. Um, and, and yeah, he's he looks pretty cool. From he the looks next down. He looks a little loud. I don't know From if I next, like loud. From the next down. He looks great. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't even watch this show. He looks like Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, doesn't he? He, he looks a little like William. Well, uh, now, you, know, now you said I made William look like Spike. That's not cool. Uh, Next down, fine. Although I don't, and Diana, Diana will correct me, and she should because she's just number one. I don't remember the bandolier having a second strap to go over the other shoulder. I mean, Mark, if if it's just going to be exactly like the old figure, then then it's not going to go around his back either. So I don't know what to tell you, man. Okay, I'm just saying. He just he's angry, so yeah, he looks he looks a little out of. He sorts. is really upset. He looks. He, he's a little. He's a little. He owed about something. Something has something has caused him to pick up a machine gun and charge into an explosion. Do you the think Cobras gonna, interrupted hot dog lunch day at the pit. Do you think he's going to turn the sorry lot of us into soldiers, or is he too busy today? Uh, I don't know. I think I'm too busy for that today. All right, fair enough. We'll try to schedule it in next week, Connor. Right, right. I'm sure, like that's Duke's thing. I'm sure he's got the time, and I'm sure there's plenty of folks in his calendar to to let that. But I I don't have time. I. I, I, Somebody works as fade in good though, yeah. But yeah, no, it, it looks good. I, I I like it. I'm not in on any of the Mesco stuff. It's way too rich for my blood. But yeah. but if you're into those, this will be a fine addition to that that collection for you. Yeah, neck down, it looks great. Face is troubling me. Maybe there's multiple heads. That Ruben said he's angry and shooting. I think he finally found out about Scarlet Snake Eyes. I think that not unlike Fred Flintstone, his personality changes with each bit of head trauma. So he's, you know, this is his, you know, his angry persona. And there's a lot of head trauma. Yeah. That's uh and ne next he'll he'll take a uh, a grenade'll go off too close to him and he'll wake up and he'll think he's a race car driver. Just like Wait, Fred. Didn't, didn't, Flint, <laughs> didn't Flintstone get bopped in the head and turn into Frederick? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I'm calling bullshit. There, there was lots of stuff that uh, that Fred would... It was a, a, a regular plot device that Fred would get hit in the head by something and pick up an extra personality. I prefer the live-action version called The Honeymooners. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, Ralph Cramden never had any trauma-induced multiple personalities. Yeah. He was lesser for it. And just imagine how cool it would be if a bus driver thought he was driving a race car. Ooh, now we're talking. Missed opportunity. Multiverse. Right. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Jeff Montgomery. Hey, back on Friday the 13th, uh, there we told you all about the New York Comic Con Super 7 panel, and we'll certainly get to the bulk of that in a minute. But little little throw in, a little extra. Emily did announce that Alpine was going to be a part of the classified line. So a little name reveal there in that panel. And that's good because really Alpine is is one of the few 
truly notable personalities that haven't been done yet. So you figured he was coming, right? Yeah, yeah. So and this with is, all the gear he'll probably have should be yeah. awesome. Yeah, like it's 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 not the it's not the biggest surprise, but it's still nice to to know that he's he's planned to come out pretty soon. When he was one of the guys that was done wrong, right? In the the twenty fifth slash fiftieth, like he was really hard to find for a while because he was part he, of that, that he was yeah. four pack. And then somebody came along, a hero. I, I was going to say, I think the term hero is not out of place. A man <laughs> with no name, but I, but big ideas. And a large head suitable for the front of an aircraft. And a giant head put him in a three-pack with Rock Viper and somebody else. I got lucky enough to find him the first time. Oh, I, I got yeah, him, but here. I think I had to pay for him. I think I had, that was a, yeah. a painful eBay. Look at that. A hero. That's me just coming into land with great ideas and, and uh, profits of the Lord. And so they went, no, 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 no. Too oh, profitable. that's a too sexy. Too that's profitable. Too sexy. No, no, no. Other people getting jealous. <laughs> and you did it with an item count of two and a half. I mean, I, I, look, I'll be straight honest with you. My Joe stuff didn't make a ton of money, but we didn't, we weren't moving that much. Stuff. My right. Transformer stuff, blistering through the roof. The peg I, melted. I, I hope it, he, I, I hope Alpine comes. Oh. oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, the, the fine work I did on Combiner Wars got me a director job. There you go. Oh, no, wait, that was something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, ooh. I wasn't sure where we were going with that. I thought maybe Mark, Mark got knocked in the head and was taking on different right. personalities. <laughs> and turned into Frederick. He was a race car driver or an English gentleman. Michael Gene Fleming, of course, bringing out our, our favorite chestnut. The important thing is you're not bitter. Not at all. <laughs> oh, right, I I found I found that Alpine three pack at a Meyer, and it wasn't quite where it was supposed to have been. So either somebody picked it up and put it down, you know, didn't care, or I found where someone was trying to stash it. Absolutely. In which case, <laughs> yeah, I found the I found the mass device piece at a Ross with the the four pack. Back that four the... that fourth piece of the mass device, the fourth or fifth, 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 fifth. that fifth piece. I was in the, the last vehicle pack that got canceled. I was going to include it with three rubberized correct size tow cables to go on your old Wolverines and Maulers. Uh, right. And that was the Arctic Dragonfly was going to be lifting that up. It was Arctic Dragonfly versus Arctic Stinger. Would have been a good set. Really would have. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, save that. We'll, we'll put another, uh, we'll base another show on it. Oh, it's a good idea. You know who's flying the dragonfly? Glenda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what killed it. You would have killed the line right there. But yeah, I when I found this at Ross, there was a big stack of that whatever whatever piece it was that had I think what was it Dusty? Maybe. I don't know. But they were they were all the same one, and it was the one that it was like either the first or the second piece. And then at the very bottom of that huge stack was the 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 number five pack, which was the one that had Alpine in it that nobody knew where it was. That's so I, friend. needless to say, I knocked a bunch of shit over. <laughs> and uh, that one was mine that day. 
But uh, next news item. Hey, we had some some images show up for the upcoming comic book, and this this got everybody all at Twitter. Ugh. Because uh, God forbid we have a cast shot that doesn't explain any kind of plot, but people are going to say they hate it because the Baroness is showing up in the Duke comic. Because well, apparently, apparently he was he was just supposed to fight nobody. They're a thing, aren't they? In I, canon, Duke and the Baron? In a canon. Yeah. Anyhow. But regardless, we don't know anything about the, the plot of this book yet. and People are already freaking out about it just because the Baron shows up in the cast shot. So, okay, fine, whatever. I, I, I give up. Why is the Baron on the team? Clear, and, clearly. Exactly. This is exactly what you want in a teaser image. Right. I mean, it's the Baroness, right? Like, even if she, even if she's cast as a good guy, you know mm -hmm. she's not going to be a good guy for very long, folks. Right. She's the damn Baroness. When the bad guys are beating up the hero and Randy Orton runs down the aisle, you're not really sure what's about to happen. That's, right, right. Yeah, come on. That's, it's, an, I, it's an origin story, folks. Yeah. Anytime somebody says the Baroness, I immediately think of Randy Orton, too. So, totally. No. No, that's not true at all. By but again, oh, go ahead. But again we, we don't know anything about this book. It's not going to be exactly like the Larry Hama book that you're already used to. Right. It's a different book with a different story. Can we please just relax and let it get told? Uh, I implore you, comic book community, just relax and let it be told. Especially because they're still giving you Larry's story. It isn't like this is replacing right. the you love. Right. Right. I, 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 I can... I don't know what kind of property G.I. Joe is from the creator's side, right? Like, I have a feeling there's enough guys out there that still, they grew up with it and they love it and they would do it when they were asked, no questions asked. But I'm sure there are lots of folks on the fence that are just like, well, you know, every time they start a new continuity, it runs up with against the old one, and man, the fans just won't let it go. Yeah. Because that's happened just about every time. There's times where they are running specifically out of canon <laughs> miniseries, and we have to hear all about how it's not right because it's not the same thing as what's going on in Larry Hama's book. I love Larry Hama's book. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Love it. My absolute favorite comic of all time. But this is a different book, so it's allowed to be different. Everybody just chill out. Just chill out. Just, just cool out. Right? Like, if the Baroness is part of G.I. Joe at the beginning, and then she gets removed as being a double agent, that opens the door for, I don't know, maybe Scarlet will take her place. Maybe Snake Eyes will take her place. Maybe something will happen to, to incorporate another character in that spot instead. And it builds the whole... The, uh, uh, Eddie, ah, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Look, everybody's saying it's the Baroness. It looks like Chameleon to me. Just <laughs> well, I mean, they did say it was the Baroness on the thing. Oh, did yeah, they? Yeah, they? They don't know. Yeah. That's how good how good a, the dupe is. I, I do like how Duke and Stalker look like the classified versions of those guys. Mm -hmm. That's that's some nice synergy. That's By the way, right, right time, Rob, you're our okay. comic guy. Why don't you Why don't you talk about this for a minute? Uh, what would you like me to say? 
anything. That you know, the fact that she's in the cast number one doesn't necessarily mean she's part of the Joe team. Number two, it's an origin story. Number three, maybe she's a double agent. Number four, just buy the book and find out. Right. <laughs> Sean, Sean Russell. <laughs> maybe Duke gets killed if she won. <laughs> now, that's, that's a twist. They would not, do that. Nod to our pal Paul Aller. We love him. <laughs> yeah. Look, I thought that was a fantastic plot device for that story. I thought it was great. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, you know, his name wasn't in the title. <laughs> That's a good point. The, right. ne the next issue is just either called Not Duke, yeah. or it's just like scribbled out. Right. Just, uh, someone else. Yeah. It, has, it has no title whatsoever. It's just a book. Next Man Up. Where they were playing same font, and it's just done. <laughs> Four letters. Very nice. By the way, uh, uh, forgot my own product. Uh, rock Rampage three pack, Alpine Rock Viper, Cobra Shock Viper, or Shock Trooper with the shield, right? Right, right. That's a good three pack. That, is, that was a, that was a good Come pack. On. Yes, you might have to buy a couple extra Alpines to get what you want, but that's a pretty damn good three pack. I'm oh, you know what? I, then I did end up with that Alpine too. Yeah, okay. There you go. See? Yeah, because I remember I bought it for the Rock Viper making, and another Shock Trooper, making people buy it again. Right. If you wanted more of that Urban Trooper, which was real popular back in Pursuit of Cobra, or the Rock Viper, which is a real well-done figure, yeah, it's a, a good one to do that with. Nefarious. And how much item count did it cost? If I'd have had item count, man, I'd have made the first Rock Viper with no mustache. It would have been crazy. Yeah, see, I don't know if I can get behind that. Right. I think he just needs that little, he needs a little Andy Devine going on there. Otherwise, I love the. I love the right idea. Out of the, kick you right out of the Rock Viper core. I love the idea that you could be a professional mountaineer, join Cobra, and they're like, "Yeah, you look like a good candidate for the Rock Vipers. Can you grow a mustache?" Because we're not. They're playing that Jimmy Buffett song in the barracks all the time. If not, we're gonna glue it on. I wish I had a pencil thin mustache. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> anyway, we were talking about uh, the Kansas City Royals bullpen and how good the products I made were. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Jeffrey says, "I thought a rock three pack would be Scorpion King, Roadblock, and the Tooth Fairy." That's uh, fair enough. Fair. Not bad. That's good. It's pretty good. <laughs> Dave McDonald says Duke is probably the traitor <laughs> again. What a twist! <laughs> Give us back to uh, what was that? Reloaded. Yeah, That's Chuck right. Dixon's. Yeah, Chuck Dixon's one, which also was not a bad story. Yeah. Just got cut off at the knees, but right, right when it started to get going, it was not a terrible, not a terrible story. Again, people freaked out because it was different. God forbid. Was that still with Devils Do? Yes. Okay. Yes. But, uh, so. Yeah, and along those same lines, uh, we got some images for the Cobra Commander book as well. And uh, smaller ripples were caused in this one because Mercer shows up in the cast shot there. He looks like a burly lad, too. Yeah, he, he looks big, yeah. He must work out. Deathcrow's traditionally not small. That is Dreadnought size or Road Pig sized Mercer there. Uh, and that's fine. Uh, be, be, people are tagging me on this one. Like, look, they have to come up with a better story for Mercer than the figures did, right? 
Like it makes sense if Mercer is part of Cobra's early, you know, command structure and is a traitor. That makes a lot more sense for a story to have him join the Joes than being a former Cobra Viper. A random, random grunt who is described on the file card as being the lowest man on the totem pole. Right, right. Vipers are, are dirt. The prob- My problem with Mercer's story, why Mercer's story doesn't work for me, is that as a former Viper, he would know nothing. He would have no value to the Joes. They would toss him in a hole somewhere in Kansas, and that would be the end of him. He would be, he would be a traitor in prison. Great. Have fun out there, Mercer. You're not going to sign him up with the good guys. You don't trust him. He was a viper, but he's a far, former officer. Well, now they have a reason to play ball because he actually knows things. He actually has some value to the to the team's intelligence. This works if he's actually a part of Cobra's command structure. So that I I may I may like Mercer. Uh, just from the image, wild speculation. I'm reading him as the bodyguard here, right? which right. would let them keep Storm Shadow out of the book for a while, which is a good thing, right? Right. And then drop him in, you know, issue 10, 12, whatever. Because um, he's if Storm Shadow was a Cobra, he's the A-list guy missing from this image, right? With Baroness on the other team, apparently. But, yeah, Mercer as the diesel to Cobra Commander Shawn Michaels? Yeah, I I get into that. Sure thing. <laughs> Diesel to Shawn just, Michaels. Just don't put the belt on. No, no. I, well, or if you put the belt on him, don't turn him in, turn him into some candy sucking baby face. Yeah. Yeah. Just let him let him be Diesel. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, Firefly is sad that Zarana has lost her garden weasel. I just I don't think she's lost it. I think it's just spinning. I think that's why it looks like a pizza cutter. Well, it's it's the classified gun, which does look more like a pizza cutter. Yeah. Um, Diana asks, why does everyone think the commander is holding Megatron on the cover? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't think he is. is. I, mean, I, I didn't. I didn't get that that impression of things, but uh, may, whatever, could be because, because the arc is in the background. Right. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's not it's not a bridge too far. Right, no, no, Starscream is on the Duke cover, or one of them. Okay. So. Yeah. I'm getting all Maybe. the covers. I'm going to get every cover, by the way. Well, well, I think I read somewhere that uh, Duke is in the second issue of Transformers. So. Okay. You going to pick that one up? Yeah, I, I did the first issue. I liked it. So, yeah, I'm in for the second. I'm, I'm late to it, but I'll, I'll, I'll retro get it. We'll give it a shot. It's sold out. I think they're putting out a second printing, though. So What? Yeah. Yeah, Transformers is a book that if if it's if the buzz is good enough, I might pick it up in trades. I'm not worried about picking it up monthly, though. I'm not the comic book expert around here. I don't need to be on top of this shit. Ooh. <laughs> I'm so tired. I apologize. <laughs> Anyways, Rob, uh, you, have any, you have any concise thoughts on what's going on here? Uh, like I said, I do like the inclusion of Mercer because we're going to figure out, okay, what intel did he have? You know, why is he a a hot property for the Joes? You know, about Attorney Trader and not just yeah. I'm so glad you saw the error of your ways. Go sit in that jail cell for thirty years. It's um he he was uh he refused to grow a mustache, so he bounced him out of the rock. He's, vipers. he's out of the rock vipers. Yeah. 
That meant he was uh, he, he refused his orders. No rock vipers and no goatee, so no arrow vipers. <laughs> no Steven Seagal vipers. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Matt Rubin says, uh, Rob, is Mike not allowed to read your comics? Ooh. Yeah, he sure he can. I, I do all the time. So I, I on the rare occasion, I'll pick something up. It'll usually out of Rob's collection. When I, I, buy, a, I buy like two titles on my own. So when I was a kid, my older brother Mike would read every one I bought, but he wouldn't contribute at all. No, I, com I complained by mom, and I think the deal was every time I had a hundred, I reached a hundred new comics, he had to pay me ten bucks. And this was back like late eight, mid to late eighties. Ten bucks, a lot of money. <laughs> ten I'm bucks not, will get you ten comics in those days. I'm not a library, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I mean, back in the day when I used to read everything, just everything he bought, I'd I'd, I'd be rolling through ten bucks pretty quick. But yeah. I also bought more back then, so anyways. I paid ten bucks. Five for Batman comics. Oh. Well. It's quality. I, I can't read Batman comics anymore. Did you feel that disturbance in the forest? Look at that shadow. Oh my god. <laughs> Weber, I thought you got rid of your children. I the dog is sitting <laughs> right behind the monitor, right? <laughs> Worthless as a guard dog, just laying there, belly to the sky. Do you do you want the dog to be barking at the children every time they come by? Barks at everyone else. That's bad enough. We had a repair guy come by today. The dog held its ground in the middle of the house, barked its damn head off while its tail wagged like crazy. I'm right, like, you're so bad at this. Right. <laughs> No, we uh, we had a we had a cocker spaniel growing up, and he he made all the noise in the world, but it was always happy barks. He always yeah. just wanted everybody to love him. And I'm here too, a, me, me, me. Right, that is effective in its own way. Yeah, that's true. I mean, having a guard dog is one thing; having an attack dog is something else. And you don't have an attack dog. No, I'm you have you do have a guard dog. She made a ton of noise, but we still got the washer repaired. So I right. guess it's win win. Right, that's what you wanted. People want, people want a column cited. Column's nowhere, nowhere near me today. No, he's, he's gone. He's yeah. upstairs. Tara Coyland wants to know where the cat is. So yeah, yeah, my, so, my sources say, uh, or source, says upstairs. Plotting, scheming. I'm sure. Conniving. That's why we like him. That's why he's our favorite of the Weber pets. Uh, mine too. By a, by a long shot, right? Look at this. <laughs> Like you never know when it works. Oh no! <laughs> I've been emmed. It's cat dog. <laughs> Careful, she doesn't pee on you. Right? <laughs> Emma, you a good girl. You want to go for a walk next week? Next week. <laughs> good to have goals. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe Friday. Yeah, we'll see. We we used to do a show on Friday. You got some time then, right? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You walk the dog to fill the window. We got a soccer game on Friday. Ah. Grace Baptist. Ah. They're mean. You gonna <laughs> you gonna just slide tackle? No, they're tough, man. They fed us our lunch a couple weeks ago. 
Was that the game that you lost like 28 to nothing? It was a late touchdown. Made it made it feel a lot worse. <laughs> you know you really the women and children at home when Barrington Christian Academy and Grace Baptist clash on the soccer pitch. Not a game for the faint of heart. No. No. They call it the Holy War. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, you know, this thing happened. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. But that is the, the aforementioned Super 7 Cobra Mothership. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks. They finally uh, gave us some, some, some real details and, uh, and launched the campaign. It is well underway. It is not doing super great right now. Racktime Rob, I will leave you to get a count on how many backers are going on right this second. All right, let me go look here. But um, as you can see here, you get not just the craft, but a number of missiles and bombs. And we got those those cool platform launch effect things, which I thought was a neat idea. Uh, you get one pilot or, or gunner, I guess is, a, is a, a better term. One gunner built in the standard reaction style. And then another one built with an O-ring. And that's really what's got everybody all, all turned up to 11 on this one. O-ring figures from Super 7. Mark Weber, your thoughts on I mean, potential O-ring figures from Super 7? Isn't it the first time Hasbro has ever licensed O-ring to a third party or other company? I, I think so. I think it is. It, it is potentially a gigantic deal. Well, for, for a, a U.S. market anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I mean, it could mean big things because I don't. When Hasbro says something's on hiatus, <laughs> that means no plans for this in the immediate or even short, medium-ish term future. Right. So, beyond what they're doing with the the Transformers crossovers, and that's just I think that's mean. It is fan service, and I appreciate that, but it's just to keep the scale in mind, right? Right. Vehicles are only so big if they have a three and three quarter inch driver, but could potentially be a great big deal um, for Super 7. So, I mean, it could be as simple as amending the contract. They can only do the same stuff, but now they can do it nowhere. So, okay. And they've been, Super 7's been really creative with their choices of characters and, and things to do. Uh, I think there's just a ton of Joe fans who won't, who will not get a five point of articulation GI Joe figure. It feels right. like I'm, I'm saying what some people feel like. Feels like a betrayal of what the brand has always been, at least from the three and three quarter or real American hero roots. So they could get those people in addition to whoever they already have. Uh, if O-ring is on the table, it's, it could just be a one-off, uh, or it could potentially be a very, very big thing. So, Yeah. Uh, Rachel Salinas asks, what about the Bronze Bombers? And the answer to that is very simple. Those were not G.I. Joe figures. They used molds from G.I. Joe toys in some cases, uh, but they were not G.I. Joe's. Um, but, uh, Racktime Rob, what are, what are your thoughts here? Uh, well, I do have that subscriber count so far. 489. Okay. 489. 
uh, backers. So. In three days or so, yeah. It's it's not it's not off to a roaring start, and we'll we'll get to maybe some of the reasons in a little bit. Let's just take a look at the 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 the, the, the item itself or the items themselves first. Uh, but what 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 are your thoughts as far as as the craft now that you've seen it? It looks cool. I don't know. It's that it's five hundred dollars. Cool. Right. Right. Uh, you know. But uh, the there is an early bird exclusive. It gets to four thousand backers before October twenty third, which does not seem terribly likely. Uh, they, they will include parachutes for these flyers. These these uh these gunner guys uh, that are fully usable. Again, I don't think we have to worry about this one too much. Uh, unless you just have a lot of friends that have to have a Cobra mothership, uh, maybe you should ring them up now. Uh, but uh, I, I don't, I don't necessarily see this one happening. I'm, a, I'm a little more optimistic for the project as a whole than I am for the early bird getting fulfilled. Yeah. But um, so yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of move on from them. Uh, but you can see here that we got the dimensions to a certain level there. That just, just a little over seven inches tall, thirty-two inches wide. So this thing is every bit the hubcap you think it is. That is, that is a hoss. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, it is a, a ginormous craft. I I like it a lot. I think it's really well. They use make a good use of the space. Um, I think they have an aesthetic that they went for. They they're trying to make it look like it came out of the GI Joe cartoon, and I think they achieve that. I I don't. I wonder how well it it fits with other GI Joe vehicles that we're used to seeing, right? Uh, my my one thought in regards to the design of the the, the ship the ship itself is that uh, the toys that we had from the GI Joe line back in the day they had panels and and hatches and and nuts and bolts and things into the you know that were put into the mold. They didn't necessarily work, mm -hmm. but they were details that were there on the toy itself. And this, this craft on the inside doesn't seem to have any of those things. So it looks, without getting too, just to apply a generic term to it, it looks a little smooth. Mm -hmm. um, so it, I, I wonder how that fits with the other one. It almost looks like it belongs to a different toy line. But it is very, very well laid out and a very good use of the space. Any, any, uh, any thoughts based on that or... I just, I, in general, like, I, I get stretch goals and all of that, but to me, it looks a little, it's obviously it's giant, it's imposing, it, it looks really authentic to the cartoon, but there's, a, like, gunner stations, right, that are an unlocked goal, and I really think those should have been on the thing itself. It doesn't look dangerous enough from the outside. Yeah. So, I'm okay if they, you know, made a different stretch goal and put it in there, but... And I, I'm not going to say that. maybe they just bump the price and put it on the outside. I think there's enough profit in here. You can put right. the gunner stations uh, on the outside. Right, uh, right. It is. I mean, the the most common complaint is about the price, from what I've seen. Right. Yeah. That yeah. Most people like it at least enough that I think they would buy it if the price was right, whatever that is. But the feeling is, especially because the shipping is huge on an item this big, is that are, are you going to pay 
six six fifty to have this arrive, right? It's not just going to be the purchase price. So, right. I'm. I think I'm going to. And I've got. I don't have anything funky or special or rare that I'm going to part with. Um, but I've got enough sealed toys with some value in the basement that I'm going to. I'm going to try to sell off enough of what I already have uh, accumulated over the years, so I can. I can justify putting down the coin for this. I do want to see it succeed because it is ambitious, even if it is potentially overpriced. And a lot of people believe that. Yeah, but, you can see there, I've got the, the images up just to, to cut in real quick. Got the, uh, the, the armory and the, the Bombay uh, on, on alternate sides of, of the, uh, the back end of the craft there. But my, my worry is, uh, if it doesn't work, you probably don't see anything like this again, right? Like, they'll say, yeah, we tried, we gave them something they never had before, something that has been asked for over the years, but most people thought was an impossibility. We gave them the option for it, and they didn't support it. So that's the danger of not, of this not getting greenlit. Right. Because you may, you may never see anything like it again. So we got the the tier one unlock here. There's the turrets that you were talking about. Yeah. Um, you see Destro in one of them in the opening to the cartoon, uh, the one that the, the that this whole thing is based on. Um, we always, uh, in recent times, we've laughed about how Destro gets pulled out of that seat by Bazooka, and then thrown down to to Footloose hundreds of feet below, who catches him with with no you know no no problem. Very. Mm-hmm. So I can I can feel Footloose like stretching out now that he sees this right. tier one <laughs> tier one unlock getting. It's almost time. It's almost time. He's getting ready to give Destro the AA. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you got some extra details on there as well. Uh, that they unlock at five thousand backers. Uh, the trouble bubble flight pods, which are almost uh, like those turrets with an with a back to them. They unlock at six thousand, and there's two of those. Can't you can't have decals as an unlock? I'm sorry. A decal <laughs> seat is free, right? With purchase. And, and yeah. Anyways, we yeah, uh, and then tier three at seven thousand backers, you get officers. You get one built reaction style, another one built O-ring style. They are just repaints of the gunners uh, that are that are included with the base set. Now, in addition, you've got the option of buying these add-on five-packs. Uh, there is a five-pack of Reaction Vipers and a five-pack of O-Ring Vipers. Each of those are $75. Uh, you notice that the, the Reaction guys have backpacks. The O-Ring guys do not, which is kind of cruddy. Um, but whatever, I guess you got to make up costs somewhere. Uh, those those O-ring guys, they'll just live off the fat of the land. They don't have, they don't need gear. Fat. If, 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 I, if I were a fat cat, big wallet, deep pocket toy speculator, I might buy one of these and buy a ton of the O-ring five packs and just feed them out on eBay one at a time. Right. Right. I think I think that's where the money is on these. Uh, Tim Peterson notes that he likes how the officers use the bat-like legs from the Vipers in the, the early 2000s. Uh, that 
That was the 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 '98 Toys R Us exclusive set that that first introduced those legs to the Viper body. That's where that Viper officer comes from. But yeah, it it, it is a nice nod. Uh, again, there's no doubt that the folks at Super Seven do their homework and and love the brand. Okay, that is not in question. Uh, clearly, they have some folks there that are just huge GI Joe fans uh, and pour a lot of effort and energy into seeing what they make with that brand succeed. Um, uh, Torpedo Mike asks, the Vipers weren't available separately. They are available separately. You can actually order these, pre-order these, without pledging to the mothership. However, oh, okay. however, uh, if the mothership does not fund, those five-pack add-on orders will be canceled. So mm, okay. if the mothership happens to make those figures happen, and that otherwise, if the mothership doesn't happen, then those figures don't happen either. So you can you can place all those orders and put all your all your resources into those five packs, but if the the ship doesn't come with it, then uh, they're not coming to you either. Uh, but this craft four ninety five plus shipping. Uh, early bird funding ends again October twenty second. I don't think we got to worry about that one. The campaign as a whole ends December eleventh uh, at eleven fifty nine fifty nine. So uh, whatever that is that a Friday I think. Um, uh, so, yeah, have it done before Christmas. Uh, Four ninety five is a lot, yeah. uh, especially when we just just in the last uh, couple of years that, that Sky Striker came out came across at two thirty. Like, I don't think inflation has carried on quite that. I know this is a bigger aircraft. I, I know it's a, a bigger playset kind of deal. So, it, it I'm not saying it should cost two thirty. But going from two thirty to more than twice that much in the space of two years for something kind of similar is um, that's a big ask. And then you're throwing a big ask of it. Uh, another big ask is throwing that right in the middle of the Christmas shopping season. Uh, that's a lot of money to just take out of what you're going to spend on your friends and loved ones and family to place towards, uh, you know, this this kind of funky looking cobra head uh plane yeah Plus, then, uh, there's been a lot of just classified product like yeah right and, and there's just the, the first time under classified that and I, I don't have unlimited pockets either but this right. is the first time where i've actually felt the squeeze of it's a lot of pre-orders at once yeah you see how much of this i can fit on the household account before someone notices ah my wife has a <laughs> has a finance degree. Uh, dun 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 dun. Uh, okay. Toy bounty hunter asks, "Well, the Star Wars Haslab Ghost with five hundred dollars isn't about the same size." Uh, couldn't tell you. Don't know anything about the Ghost. Uh, for people who've seen both, I think they say yeah. And has I mean Hasbro made the Ghost, but of course you have to pay the Star Wars tax. It's a licensed property for them. Mm -hmm. In this case, though, I'm. Hasbro's not making this, right? But they so are Super Seven is paying the GI Joe license tax. Yeah, on this, willing to bet Hasbro isn't charging the same for GI Joe that Marvel, that Disney is charging for Star Wars. Though. Yeah, plus no, it's, they're not. It's, plus, it's Star Wars and it's also Rebels, right? Or yeah, what, whatever, whatever. And and Super Seven's a smaller company. You know, it, it, yeah. it's a mid-level company. It costs them more to do this. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's um, it's it's a again, it's a big ask. I I do want to see it fund. I do want to see it happen. Uh, I that's that, but five hundred bucks for the ship plus one hundred and fifty dollars to staff it, plus another hundred dollars to ship it. I mean, that's seven hundred fifty dollars. Uh, I I, mean, I, I don't I, need the one fifty to staff it, right? Like, I'm I'm only putting old O-ring figures in this. So, and but that's kind of the the funky thing is what I want to see in it, what it, the where it would fit in my collection. There wouldn't be any reaction figures in it at all. Sure, but even if even if you want to buy the the Gunner Vipers that they're selling, that's that's still you can you can get two of those. It's still one hundred fifty bucks. So again, we, I'd I'd love to see this go. I I really do. I hope it does. Um, I think if it does, I think it's got a shot at getting across the finish line. I think I, it could wind up with four thousand backers before December eleventh. Uh, I don't know if it goes any further than that. And I I know that I cannot be one of those backers at that cost. I, no, it's just not possible. Yeah, um, I wish it well, but too rich for my blood. Yeah, it's too much it, all at once for for me to be in on it right there, I, unfortunately. So, again, don't take the fact that I don't plan on getting one as as not being an endorsement, because mm. uh, I, I do think this is really cool. Uh, it, it's it's great. It's, it's something different, which is what I've really wanted to see for G.I. Joe for a couple of years now. Uh, but at the same time, Wow, that's that's a lot of simoleons. There there have been a couple like big swings by companies on crowdfunding things, and they went off. Now it seems like I, I think that toy companies are hitting this well too hard, and we've probably reached saturation point. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, this might be I'm, why this thing is going so slow. It's like I can't afford yet another you know gigantic thing. Right, right. I, I think we, we saw it with, with the fan properties that, that came through over the last year. You know, we, we had a bunch of them just stack one after another, after another, after another, uh, you know, with, with Longbow and then Carson's Projects and, and, uh, and, and what have you. They, they all just kind of hit one after another. And we were kind of lucky that they didn't totally overlap. But that was a lot of money in a short period of time, too. And, and I think we're it's starting to escalate, right? Yeah. Like, now we have bigger companies and bigger projects and bigger asks. Like, it, it's just, it's tough. It's, it's difficult. I'm going to try to make this thing happen. But I'm going to have to move some product. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to move some product to, uh, to make this work. All right, so you, you heard it here first. The What's on Joe Mind cast party will be at Mark's house. That's it. When he gets the uh, when he gets the, the Cobra mothership in. I want Philip to get it so he can turn it upside down like a breastplate to go with his proton pack, and now he's well defended, right? Well armored, ready for the apocalypse. Uh, Nomad's Wandering says, one thing I definitely appreciate is how the G.I. Joe brand is viable enough for so many throw-it-at-the-wall items across the entire gamut even now. That's not nothing, and that's very yeah. true. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. um, 
just a few years ago, as as the fact that Mark Weber is on this show will attest, uh, G.I. Joe is not viewed as something that could be sold. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they are overselling it, to, to, you know, in some of our eyes, overselling it now, uh, speaks volumes for its strength as a brand and, and hopefully for its future. I uh, really want to see some new animation, but, you know, maybe that's just me. Anyway, um, it's, uh, it's a big ask. It, it, it's if, if you're even considering it, I, I would recommend please figure out what you're going to do early uh, and get pledged to it because I think the whatever momentum this thing can pick up, it's going to need. So um, if you decide if you're if you're if you're on the fence, you can always pledge now and de-pledge later. Uh, well, careful. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, okay, uh, because enough, with Super Seven orders like this, they take the money up front. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. It's it's, it's not like it's not like the Haslab stuff when they bill you at the end right, of the campaign. Right. I, I was if you Kickstarter. pledge, they're taking your money. I was in. I was in back Kickstarter. if it doesn't. But I, I was in Kickstarter mode there. I apologize. Yeah. So listen to Rob on that one. Don't listen to me on that one. There is a payment plan thing, I think, right? Where you can pay in four installments. There something. is. I mean, it's still seven hundred bucks, but ugh. that's just walking around money for you, Mike. Come on now. Right. Sure. Yeah. We'll go with that. Might have to cut into that big league shoe account. Uh, just Dustin Jeffrey asks, would it require a separate Magic Band if Phil were to take it to Disneyland? Probably. I think that goes without saying. I think just Phil being Phil, he would give it its own magic band. I get the feeling Phil walks into Disneyland like Norm walks into Chicago. Yeah. Come on, man. Phil! <laughs> Even everybody? Biff! Hey, what look, everybody, you? it's Phil! <laughs> hey, Nor- hey, Phil, what would you say to an ad-at filled with popcorn? <laughs> Where have you been all my life? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Diana's got the winner. Right. Just, just wear it as a hat. hat. Trumpet fanfare, Mike. Trumpet fanfare. I can't get to it that <laughs> fast. <laughs> there it is. That was, literally, that was maybe the only hat that fits me. <laughs> I mean, 32 inches. Is it wide enough? Right, and keep the rain off my shoulders. Sounds like it would maybe. be tight. Feels seems like it would be tight, like a tiger. And I know uh, uh, some folks have thrown out that you know the, 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 there was a Thundercats project that Super Seven filled not too long ago. Uh, there's a good point here, and that Rachel Salinas says if you're a Thundercats fan, Super Seven is the only game in town. If you're a Joe fan, you have other options. So I, I think that's not working for them either. There's there's a lot of math that goes into this and say, hey, $700 will buy a lot of classified or a lot of uh, even even retro items mm-hmm. that, that I can fill holes in my collection as opposed to this one thing that, eh. But again, if you're, if you're on the fence, I would figure it out sooner than later because Lord knows. Um, this one, I think it's going to need the help if, at, at, at four days, you know, that when, when most projects like this catch that real, real big launch, mm-hmm. this one did not catch that no. big launch. 
You know, we, it is just, just past 10% of the way there. Um, so yeah, if you're, if, if you're in on this one, you're probably going to have to fight for it. I, I think it was a little bit of a mistake on super seven's part to do this at comic-con and not toy fair a week earlier. Why is that? I think they had more. I think there was more attention paid to the fact that look at that giant Cobra thing. When do we find out more about it? Oh, Comic Con, and then Comic Con, it's buried under everything else. Yeah, uh, maybe. There's a lot coming out of Toy Fair too. So there was, but I mean, you know, this was a big old toy that did, right, right. Yeah, you know, that did hog a lot of attention. It was a. It was a. It would have been a first blush kind of thing. We were all used to it after that week. So yeah, and then I, you know, I at Toy Fair, it was like, yeah. I, I don't think that's a big thing, but I don't. I also don't think it's insignificant. I think there is some hope here because I, I'm going to bet there's a lot of people like me who are serious, seriously considering getting it, who want to get it, but have to figure out the finances of it. Right. Right. Ugh. Everything else was pretty much a yes. The Hiss Tank was significant, but the Dragonfly seemed like a much better value. So those are both easy yeses. Like, yep, I'm in. Yep, I'm in. But, you know, if it, if it had been, I'm trying to think what would be significant. If it had been a Mauler tank for 400 I would probably be in the same boat that I am with this. Ooh, cool. Really want it. But ah, I gotta make that four hundred come from somewhere. Right. Right. So I'm 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 because I want it to succeed. By and large, I want any Joe project to succeed. Almost. Um, because what's good for the brand is good for us. Even if it yeah. isn't the version of Joe or the kind of thing you really want. I'm not saying you have to buy something you don't like to support the brand, but you shouldn't root against stuff. Right. So yeah, I, w- I want this. I want this to succeed, uh, and I think I can back it. It just depends on uh, on uh, what we're going to offload on eBay. So <laughs> stay tuned. Dun dun dun. We can count on Mad Marauders Barbecue, though. Yeah, that's available right now. And hey, buy direct, and I don't have to pay the eBay their slice. So that's even better. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll have a new portion on the show. Like a thermometer we're trying to fill up. Get Webb his sombrero. Uh, Firefly, I am seriously considering it, but the space is more of an issue. Its footprint is designed like a kid's toy that spends its life on the floor. Where do you even buy a shelf for this? Yeah. And that's a that's a great question, because this is almost a, you're buying a table for it, and only it. Right. Do we like have, you have any to, idea? You have to have a tie room. Do we have any idea how, room, much, how much it weighs? I haven't, I haven't seen that. That's not to say it's not out there. Because it is, like an, I said, I it, is an, weekend, it is an airship, and we've all seen photos of guys with badass Joe caves, right? So right. I gotta imagine there are people who might try to suspend this thing if they can do it safely. But if this bad boy is running 25, 30 pounds. This is also going to be tough to suspend if your top panels are removable. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You'd have to yeah. loop it somehow underneath. But yeah, just, just thinking out loud. 
But, um, yeah, Matt Rubin says, we haven't touched on the lights on the bottom either. No, that's true. Uh, we have not. There is a, a whole whole slew of lights that go across the bottom. Uh, it looks really cool. Again, there's... They, they, yeah, they it's it's a cool toy. <laughs> but... Toy Bounty Hunter says, turned it into a ceiling fan. <laughs> right. You've seen guys do that with helicopters, right? Right, they sure. like a copter into the bottom of a ceiling fan. It looks awesome. Yeah, it, it's not going to look good flat on a wall. Not like Cap's shield. No. No. Um, uh, Viper Scout asks, how much bigger than a drone can you clamp it over one somehow? I mean, if you have a drone to clamp it over... I, I imagine it's bigger than a pterodrome at 30, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 32 inches wide or 32 inches across. I don't think the pterodrome quite reaches those kind of no. proportions. I don't think the pterodrome's even two feet across. No, I don't think so. 20 inches, maybe, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's, you're, you're making, you're dedicating a lot of time and effort to this. That's for certain. Yeah. But if you got it, great. Again, I'm not, yeah, I'm not criticizing that. We're in that age where we got money to spend on whatever we want. So, uh, if if you're lucky enough to be in that circumstance, great, do it. I yeah. I, I ain't mad at you for spending your money. Yeah, by and large, I mean, you know, if the show had a stance on it, we like it. We're glad they're trying it. We think it's pretty cool, and it's a little too expensive. <laughs> right. For. For, for to be to be an instant yes, right? I don't think I think those four ninety five guys who are behind it already are are instant yes guys and gals with deep pockets. Right. Who saw it and just went, yep, in. Plus I get my parachutes. Er. But <laughs> but the rest most of us are either I can't swing that or ooh, I'm gonna have to think about that. Right. I mean even like Rob and I, even if we decided to split one. There's nowhere to put it. Right. This apartment is not big enough for that. So there's there's no way. Yeah, and one of one of you smos would be like, I get the bottom, you get the top panels. That sucks. Right. I just I'd take the bandsaw, just cut it clean down the middle. <laughs> right. That's, cut it twain. My dad did that. My dad did that once with a book I was reading. <laughs> and I wasn't a heavy reader, but my brother was. And he wanted to read the book. I think it was Prince Caspian, like the second of the Narnia books. And we were fighting over it. It was my book, right? And he ripped it in half, the paperback. He ripped it in half, like down the spine. So here you go. Gave Mike the second half, gave me the first half. And my mom just looked at him like. I mean, I, I thought it would have been cooler if he just ripped it across the middle. Right. Like, like Hulk Hogan or something. Now you got to work together, right? <laughs> Thanks remember, a lot there, King Solomon. I just remember my mom looking at him like, you're going to win dad of the year. So, Mark, Mark, if we're you're you're a former toy guy, you used to be on the other end of this. Yeah. What price point is this an automatic buy for you? I would buy it. I would I would have been in for sure at three hundred, even knowing that there's a ton of shipping afterwards. Right, three hundred, I'm in, hundred percent. Beyond that, probably gonna think about it. And I realize that three hundred, it wouldn't be half the ship it is. But right. Rack time, Rob. Same question. Uh, I don't know if I go 300. 
I would I would assume it was just more than the Sky Striker simply on account of hugeness. Yeah, yeah. I, I think three hundred is is a good line. I think that's the line where I would think about it too. Even if it's just to pick it up to flip it, I, I think I could I would make make the space for that. But anyways. Anyway, so it's, uh, we'll 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 leave it at that. I don't again. I don't want to come off as being too negative on this because we've certainly got we 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 like just about everything about this project, and we don't like one thing about this project. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're really two things about this project. But still, uh, if you've got it, you got the space, you got the money, you've got the 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 resources to dedicate to it. By all means, do it, and do it quickly so it builds some momentum and and has a chance to fund. Because uh, I, I, as as we've said many times, success for Joe is success for the parts of Joe that we all like. Uh, so so great. But it's uh, Andrew Galgan says uh, three forty nine ninety nine would get people in who said they'd only pay three. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. probably. That's fair enough. But, uh, Brian, That's another fifty bucks at that point. <laughs> Brian King, this is off topic, but the mention of Marauders Barbecue got me thinking. Do you think that Iron Grenadiers will take place of Python Patrol at Target? I I don't know. They seem to be I, running. They seem to be happy to run with Python Patrol for a while. So yeah, I mean, I hope not. I'd rather see the Iron Grenadiers come through the regular retail. Right. Same. That's it's not a that's not a repaint. But I think those are original characters. Yeah. The way the Mad Marauders Barbecue has skyrocketed in value. Should make them. They should do more of them, right? Because those early yeah. ones are hard to find and really expensive. <laughs> We're just getting to a point where most of those guys are coming out regularly, right? Yeah. They don't We're care. just getting to the point where we haven't seen Mutt yet, but we just got Low Light and Spirit. So, was Slaughter's Marauders the dumbest of the repaint crews? Had to be, didn't it? I, I think so. I it was the one I liked the least. But like the coolest vehicles, the, uh, the vehicles also true. Yeah, 100%, 100%. also true. Great vehicles, kind of crummy yeah. figures, uh, especially the big one. What was it? The the Equalizer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, that that thing's cool. Kind of came with Denzel Washington. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, and or Edward the, Woodward. It was the amazing. Old English guy. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Queen Latifah. Mail away Queen Latifah. Yeah. yeah. Queen Latifah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the color scheme isn't that. Thrilling, and there were no unique figures, right? No new characters or anything. They were just no, just slaughter. Even Tire Force gave you a Sky Striker, right? What are we going to name the pilot guy? I don't know. Sky Anyways, uh, next news item. Oh, do do do. Do 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 do. One last bit. Yeah, we got uh, the ten twenty seven is coming up in a, a couple of couple of weeks, almost Still a couple down. of weeks. October twenty seventh, three p.m. Eastern. On uh, the Hasbro Pulse YouTube channel. Nobody's that's so dumb. I drove there for more than five years, and even I could didn't remember what ten twenty seven stood for. Dumb. <laughs> Nobody thinks that's cool. Nah, I, I agree with you. It's it's an excuse to throw more pre-orders at us, though. That's yeah. for sure. I'm mean, I'm fine with it being an event, but no one gives a damn. That Anyways, it brings us to the end of the GI the, the end of the GI Joe news for the week. Uh, Chunky Tank Kitty and his Meowler Tank brought to you by the GI Joe 3D Printing Podcast. Be sure to tune into them for all of your late and breaking Chunky Tank Kitty news, including including 
Oh, I cannot talk today. Uh, including uh, news of the, the 2.0 model of Chunky Tank Kitty, we hope. So that's it for the news. Where's my news button? There it is. That's right. Have we ever finished the news at 1047? I don't know. Whew. Real quick, let's uh, let's listen to a word from our wonderful sponsors at Kogamo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. So uh, real quick, uh, let's roll right into what we got in our rack time, Rob. Okay, well, uh, not that much. Okay. But it was kind of cool. I got <laughs> Grunt. And look, he's doing the show on his phone. Hey. What kind of bastard with no <laughs> commitment does his own podcast <laughs> his own phone? Come on. <laughs> Mark Weber, what'd you get in? Well, as you, as well, it's been a while, so maybe people don't know that I'm also the king of the lazy bastard custom. Uh, and realize I'm also old man web because I keep buying figures I already have. <laughs> I got to get a better list or a centralized location. I had two cover girls, which is not a bad problem to have, by the way. Right. But uh, oh. my uh, my pal, uh, Demon Ryder, uh, from uh, on Facebook, had an extra Lady J that he was talking about. And I said, needed an extra Lady J. So we worked an old-fashioned swap, one for one, just shipped to each other. We're all good. And that Lady J, with a new head, pretty spectacular. All right. a, lot of people, a lot of people are doing this custom, I think, online because it's super easy. That's Quake from the Marvel Legends line, which was an Ollie's find a couple weeks ago, so not too expensive. The heads don't quite fit on the ball, and I haven't gotten to that step yet. So let me introduce you, Marvel's Quake. Ah! But she comes with a pi- an extra like pilot's head there that you, you can go. put on J2 if you want. So follow me for more recipes. <laughs> That's what I got in. And whether you think I did a good job or not, I think I'm getting better. <laughs> so That's what I got in. Oh, uh, well, it's it's my turn and that means we we got to strap in. If you've been paying attention, that number last week was a lot smaller. Oh, so yeah, in the last seven days, that number has grown by seven. No wonder you're not buying the five hundred dollar toy. <laughs> well, uh, again, our, our good friend Jonathan Robinson and his pals at Atomic Frog Studios, they had something to say with about it. So, anyways, here's here's number one hundred six. He's just grand, and then we got number one hundred seven. He's about the same. Uh, that is that is uh, the the first from Atomic Frog, and then the 108 is much the same. He's, he's his paint isn't quite as good, but he's he's complete and all that good stuff. Uh, then we got 109. He is uh, part of the 
part of that group of problematic bachelors known as the squad. Um, and his loose-legged friend, number 10, 110 is the same way there. He's, he's, uh, he's all over. He's busted. They, I, I like to call them, uh, uh, forcefully circumcised, I guess is the correct term. Uh, and then 111 and 112 are just really good ones too. 111, I had to fix his little ammo pack strap and, and I, you've all seen beachheads before, so I'm not going to worry about holding them up to the, to the window, uh, too, too much, but we, we do have a first here on what's on Joe mine. Uh, we have had some of our some of our wonderful fans have sent us packages to be unboxed live here on the show. I have no idea what is in these boxes. Oh boy! Just know this, gentlemen. I have your addresses now, so if it's something that's terrible, I will find you. I this have, isn't I, the guy who sent in the cards, is it? I possess. No, it's not Kevin. <laughs> not Kevin Watts. No, unless it's Kevin Watts with an assumed name. Right, which is pot. No, no. These are these are folks who uh, we we do know and trust for some time. So uh, let me go ahead and get myself into the big window here. There we go. Uh, but this first one, uh, this is uh, Michael Draconis or Draconis, who has been a fan of the show for probably better than a decade at this point, point. Uh, and he insisted that I I did not open in advance. I have to figure out how to do this while not putting my address on the internet for the entire right. world to see. Is it possibly like the explosive can of worms thing? That'd Maybe. Awesome. I don't know. It doesn't feel... It's not heavy. So I don't know. I'm in the other room. I don't know. Yeah, Rob Rob is 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 off in a, a, on a, a different site, so to speak, on purpose. This is a really well-put-together package. No, Dustin Jeffrey, we don't want it to be glitter bombs. Ooh. Because then someone loses his security deposit. <laughs> <laughs> that deposit's already gone. Nobody ever gets a security deposit back. What do you That's think? Good point. I have. Dork. <laughs> All right, let me just throw the box over there for now. Oh, no, no, no. I'm too messy. I'm too messy. Yeah. That that yeah, I'm I'm in the process of of uh, getting a lot of stuff organized, so it's already a mess. All right, points on on great packing. Mm -hmm. Can't can't beat that. We're gonna leave that on our feedback. Very well protected. There's nothing in there. There's something in there. <laughs> it's candy. Hope so. Hope it's great. It is. It's a. It's it's a chicken McNugget <laughs> with beachhead arms. <laughs> it's Staff Sergeant Sea Nugs with eyes, though, with a face. <laughs> Wait, what number is he? Ah, uh, he is not. He is number one. It's one oh eight, isn't it? It's number one. It is number one in the armed McNuggets. <laughs> I'll, I'll put him with my McNuggets. I'll put him with the uh, Sarge McNuggets. That's pretty yeah, silly. That's that is fantastic. <laughs> it's from the crappy era beachhead arms, though, isn't it? <laughs> it 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 is. It We're is, not wasting uh, a good beachhead on that, right? No, and nor nor would nor would I expect him. Yeah, to, yeah. Okay. That's, that's, no, that's, it looks great on a suit. That, that's the right way to do it, right? Yeah, there. they should have put more of those. That, that's how they should have made that era. <laughs> that is amazing. 
thank you so much for that. That then we have a, our second again completely by coincidence because we've never done this as a segment or anything. Uh, our good friend Absorb has sent us a box as well. He he drew all kinds of weird bunny men, Batman fan, uh, what's on Joe Mind viewers on the sides of the box. I, again, I can't show you all of them because I don't want to put my address on the internet for everybody. Uh, but this is from our, our good friend Absorbids. Again, the gentleman who brought you all of the community calendar intros that we see. We're going to open this one. I get no drum roll or anything. Thanks Safety for... first. Right. Rob, you may want to you may want to take a deep breath in advance in case this releases some LSD. Let me let me check comments real quick. Uh, you want the one from Toy Bounty Hunter. Uh, in the post-apocalyptic future, Mike will be known as the Duke A number one. He will create a new economy that uses beachheads as currency. Yes, and I will have them all. <laughs> Yes. Get that uh, turned around there. I like that people were thinking, why is all the art on the box so weird and tricky? And then you said, this is from Absorb Bids. And they're like, okay, makes sense. <laughs> and now we got it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Good Lord, be careful. That, bo that box cutter is so dull, I could probably stick it directly into my arm and it would not cut it. So thank you, but it's we'll, we'll be okay. You do more harm with a dull knife than a sharp one. Oh, right. Yeah. We got some Absorbid stickers. Always Ooh. good. And again, you can you can find uh, you can find him uh, and his work at Absorb underscore on Instagram. We got some got some more stickers. <laughs> and proving that great lines think alike. <laughs> it complete in the gi joe plastic right. carrier too that's, that's nice that's right yeah. there he he, he dehomed a dock for this one but there is the staff sergeant c-nugs card this c-nug does not have arms is that an actual chicken nugget uh maybe it's gonna age poorly even hermetically sealed <laughs> Maybe I don't know. It's a McDonald's one, so probably it's probably That's fine. True. There's no actual food there. <laughs> That's awfully big to be a nugget. That's a. Did it come with a weapon? No, no, it doesn't even have arms. So it's probably it's for the best. Nah, but uh, there he is in all of his, all of his fully posable glory. Dude, that is one of one. Yeah, I, I like how he's a free ranger. He's yeah. free ranger. Yes, free ranger. Yes. <laughs> He also doesn't believe in showers. <laughs> That's for the it take his take the breading right off of him. <laughs> uh, it's good to know that our fans are just as deranged as we are. Mm -hmm. That's a good feeling. I feel like I've accomplished something. <laughs> my oh, life look, is my life at, is no longer a lie. Look at figure six packs. You know what you need with that, Mike? With those two C nuts. A little barbecue sauce. No, I already got, I've already got some. Sauce. I've already got some. I got two. <laughs> but, uh, Jake Jake Rose wishes he had some of those to sell at his Washington Toy Show. 
so yes, right there, completely independent of one another. So we have two two renditions of Staff Sergeant C-Nugs right here for live unboxing on the big program. Thank you both. Uh, both uh, Michael Draconis, you can see his name there, and of course, Absorbids. Thank you both. We appreciate you and, and tuning in and seeing us every week so, so very much. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Seek help. I think I think there's a chicken nugget on a card over there. This is this is this is breaking me a little bit. I mean, mint jelly on card. Usually, they either come in a box or loose, but mint on card—that's something. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play with this guy instead with his swivel arm battle grip, and Rob is gonna do shout outs. Shout out to the studio audience, you wacky people, you you sick bastard. What else you got, Rob? Ah, that's about it. <laughs> this is my <laughs> legacy. <laughs> it's uh, quite an imprint there. Right. <laughs> Mark Weber, shout out. Hey, to my pal, uh, Demon Ryder, who sent me the Lady J look. There's a better look. Oh, wait. We'll get you in the, the big window here. Hang on. <laughs> I can make this work. I can make this better. There you go. She's looking good. Too close. Uh. Eh, whatever. Kind of, whatever. We'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post. Uh, <laughs> I want to thank, uh, oh, uh, uh, our friend and yours, Joe Colton, and her husband, Wes, their anniversary today. Happy <gasps> anniversary, Joe and Wes, uh, to the aforementioned uh, Diana Ann Cullen Davis. Uh, sad note. Oh, come on now. Sorry, hit the I wrong button. Keep it real. To Diana. there. Diane and Cullen Davis on the loss of their cat, Cookie Monster, oh. who we all loved. So there ain't nothing like love the good cat and pets are family. So sorry for your loss. Um, oh, and, and, and now to, to bring it back up, I just found this today. Did you know that uh, uh, StreamYard has a touch-up-my-appearance function? Oh, no. That makes me look like I'm Botoxing like crazy. So this is me. Normal, gorgeous. I don't know if this is live or not. I'm gonna turn it all the way up. What happened to my face? <laughs> oh no! It's, wow. under, it's under settings and it's horrifying. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've been burned somehow. Too much sun. Like the I'm germal gonna, abrasion went too I'm far. Gonna, I have, I've been a solid four to five all my life, right? I'm good with it, right? Wow. There's. I like that they have a slider bar that should just say horrific. Right. It can go from zero to Odo from Deep especially, Space Nine. Especially with my stunning lack of eyebrows. This is a problem, right? This is Terrible. normal. They call it very subtle. This is very strong and it's horrific. That isn't Mark. It's a well, changeling. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. Today we will be talking. Oh, so. <laughs> no, thank you, StreamYard. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. Raw natural. Submit no to the blood screening. All killer, no filler. Thank you. Oh, my dear God. 
Seth Phaser's just stunning. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, well, just to, to bring it home, I will reiterate Rob's shout out to the, the folks at home. If you're catching us live, we, we appreciate you tuning in every Tuesday night at 9.05. Remember to like the video in the one corner and subscribe to the video in the other one. If you're catching us on Facebook tonight, be sure to give us a thumbs up or a heart or, or a little huggy guy because we do love little huggy guy. And remember, if you got a few dollars to help the channel grow, uh, head over to our coffee page. That is linked down below as well, along with our social media. Uh, $1 a month gets you listed as a swear jar. You're in our closing credits. Uh, we appreciate every one of you. Thank you so much. We've got 16 of you now. Uh, so it's been a real nice source of growth this year. Even if we're not making our, our subscriber goals, you guys seem to like us okay. So, uh, yeah, as Andrew Galgan says, as you file out of the theater, please hit the like button. Uh, some weeks you guys are great about that. Other weeks you kind of forget about it, which makes me really insecure about the whole prospect. Anyways. <laughs> and kudos to Christian McKellen for coming up with the, the handle Voldemar. Because <laughs> if you don't click the like, the like button, Voldemar will get you. <laughs> we dare not speak his name. I want to give a shout out to our good friend Brian Hooded Cobra Commander seven eight eight, who who leads in every day or every Tuesday or most Tuesdays, many Tuesdays with his own live stream. Uh, be sure to follow his channel if you don't already. That link is down below as well. To our good friends at Kokomo Toys, sponsors of the program, we'll sing their theme song real quick. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys, Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. And of course, uh, you know, to to. To, a special thanks to Absorbids and to, to Michael for sending us not one, but two. We will, we'll, one and one A in terms of the first and f the first ever true plastic representations of Staff Sergeant Seanugs. Uh, this one, a little, little bit of, a uh, little bit of artist license on the, that one, but, uh, but yeah, I, I again, not planned. Thank you so much. I appreciate any time. Folks, I mean, send us anything, let alone to put effort into things that they send us. That's crazy. Yep. Um, but uh, we appreciate it uh, all all the time. Um, if, if you've got anything you need on the show, you got customs, you've got a show, be sure to get a hold of us at whatsonjomai at gmail.com. Uh, we do have other social media, but I can't promise you that I'm going to have it organized enough uh, every Tuesday to, to get it on there. So, uh What's on JoeMine at gmail.com is the place to send any any input you have for the program. We do have some some fan customs that we didn't get around to this week. We'll have them on next week. We will have a special guest next week as well, so be sure to tune in for that one. But uh, that's all we got. I mean, it's not all we got. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you know, your, your window is a chamber of horrors tonight. Right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I know this is a little rough, but maybe we can touch up her appearance. My my window has had a chicken nugget on a card, but your yours is still the the main main source of horror tonight. I think our from, that, from now on, whenever anything truly weird or surprising happens, I'm just going to go Botox like this. As our <laughs> as our friend Vagon likes to say, stay safe, and if you can't be careful, be sure to tune in next week. At 9.05 here on the Superstation for another episode of What's on Joe Mind. Uh, now stay tuned for an encore presentation of Blues Brothers 2000. We'll be back next week. Have a great rest of the week. Until then, yo, Joe. Beer.